0: welcome back to the SNEP podcast in today's episode I'm joined by a good friend of mine and we're going to talk about the importance of having a job that you enjoy and not working like a typical nine-to-five maybe that you don't like you don't enjoy we've already done a podcast before that you can find on YouTube and you can understand who this person is but now we're going to get into it and I'm happy to introduce Tom Bonnet, how are you, mate? I'm really good. How are you? It's amazing. It's been a while since we last met up. I think the last time I saw you was the
1: podcast, wasn't it? It's been a few months. Yeah, been a few months. I think it has been about. I'm bad to say it, but like five, five months or so. We're busy guys, man. I I was was going to say each other in, but and to jump
0: straight into it because you have you've done a lot the last, yeah, five six months since I last saw you. Um, jump into it quickly. You ran a marathon. Which you well, were the great south run yeah it was great south south 10 run. Miles, yeah. yeah which um you were practicing you were getting ready for so how was that
1: yeah it was really good actually really enjoyed it um I've already signed up for next year you um, have. basically awesome. it was just, it just i just went from struggling to run a mile and ended up running ten in front of thousands of people It was nothing like it it was amazing, awesome really awesome. amazing. Really how
0: amazing. did you find all the training going into it? because I remember some of your posts where you were like I couldn't even run a mile, and then yeah. on days that I was, I, I was, could run three, I could run seven.
1: It was tough, but it was also really rewarding because before each time I went out to run, I set myself a goal. So I'm going to do five miles today, and then yeah. in two weeks I'm going to do seven. <clears> and each time you hit it, it was just like yes, you know, I've, I've one, one step closer. Time, and then goal. Goal. and then I did the training, and two weeks before I did the full ten. Yeah. And I was just I couldn't believe that I'd done the full ten. I, I was pretty emotional at the end. Actually, I, I don't like, blame you. It's an hour and a half. It's like like you know, you've tried the running and stuff. It is yeah. it's tough, but. It was amazing. Did, there's, there's no bad feeling. Video, yes. yeah, it's, it's, it is but hype. But I've You could
0: probably relate to this. I get more of a adrenaline rush and stuff when it comes to doing a run than I do going to the gym. Yeah.
1: Because I think
0: yeah. where you set yourself that target of like I can't, I've never physically maybe pushed myself that much to complete that and you set yourself yeah. that goal that I'm going to do is it, is it 10? 10 miles. 10 miles. Yeah. And I was yeah. like okay, you, yeah I can do that. You can, I mean you finally do it and like your legs are beat up and you're like damn, I, I got this, like, amazing. I did it with the video when I tried running a, attempted to run a marathon. I think I did, without, it, it, was, it was really, really slow. I think I did 17, 18 miles out of the 26.2, I think it is, Yeah, yeah. Uh, my legs were given up. Yeah, it's and tough. Yeah, it's, that, that's it's not amazing. last stretch is hard, but it's an yeah. amazing feeling.
1: Like, good for you. Yeah,
0: well really done. Good. So Thanks. getting into it, so with um, the jobs and everything,
1: so where, what was your first job you had? First time I had, well, uh, I actually, it's been quite a strange route, so I, my first yeah. like, proper job, I was a chef in Weatherspoons uh, oh, hey. in, in Waterlooville. Yeah, yeah just, we never we
0: never touched on this on the previous podcast, yeah. and with the direction we're going to take it today, I'd really want to know where you started and then what kind of influenced you yeah. to get into where you are yeah. today.
1: Um, well, yeah, so I was at college, just like anyone else, just doing A-levels and stuff like that, and what were you studying uh, I was studying A-levels in media politics and English language because does not surprise I, me. Yeah, yeah. I kind of shaped it because I wanted to be a journalist I always knew yeah. that I wanted to do that <clears throat> so I just wanted to make some money on the side so I just got a job in there which was eye opening it yeah. was good obviously I think in that environment as a chef you know, things are so busy and hectic all the time so that's it kind of helps me long term
0: sure. and then
1: after a year or, or so of that I moved over to Horizon Leisure Centre and worked in the cafe there just so Did I could kind of be in that gym environment oh, awesome. um, which was good because it was kind of the same job just less pressure yeah. Obviously, a bit more relaxed with other young people, and then once I finished studying, I got a journalism diploma at Highbury College. So then no, 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 no. I became a national journalist after you. that. so yeah, oh, did, done. did that for a year and a half, and now three months in to a new job, which is you know, exciting. How did you
0: find the process of going through college and balancing your job at the same time?
1: um It was tough, um but it was also you know it was a difficult thing to manage. But I think that if you have a passion for something, then it makes make it really it easy because. That after I finished my A-levels I went and did a year at Highbury like I mentioned to do a journalism diploma which people in the industry said yeah do this diploma don't go to university do this diploma because it will help you get a job how did you find that diploma was it it was good I mean I, I originally found it because one of the journalists at the Ports of News said look what do you want to do I said I want to be a journalist he said well have you heard about this NCTJ diploma I was like no I haven't so I looked, okay. at, I looked into it I applied got on the course which was great <coughs> Um, and basically, what it was for the whole year was learning how to, you know, the law of journalism, okay. how to do it properly, and just lots of work experience, which I, I spent a whole year kind of with the Ports of News, so a couple cool. of sports teams, papers in Surrey, and stuff, and with a national news agency called Solent News, who ended up employing me. Yeah. Um, so it was really, really eye opening. And then at the end of the course, Solent News turned around to me and said, Look, we, do you want a job? Wow. I was like, Well, yeah, of course I do. So, you know. That's really amazing. That's really, really good. Um, so
0: coming into. Next question, so um, what with the direction that you're now going into, from a young age, what made you want to do journalism? So was it that, that maybe, for example, being a footballer or being a basketball player or something like that? Was yeah, it that
1: I, think, I mean, I grew up in a family with, with three other brothers, so we were kind of sports mad. And because of that, we were always watching the generic you know, Sky Sports News, watching the football every weekend. Yeah, We were all swimmers, so we swam every week, like six times a week and because of that I I just loved it I loved learning about other people's successes in sports and awesome. my my dream was always to be on Sky Sports news as a presenter and stuff just being in that environment is it still? Yeah I, I think to an extent it is actually <laughs> like, I, it's just amazing I love it I mean I know people look at Sky Sports news and they look at the athletes but I look at the presenters like yeah. so, like Mike Wedderburn for example one of the presenters he's from Portsmouth so it's just amazing is to it? see like he's come from a local area and That's gone awesome. to do that and yeah, I think because of that, that kind of always inspired me, and then I kind of tailored what I was doing based on journalism. I was like, right, I need to be doing English, and I loved English anyway, which made things really easy, and then just mixing that with politics and, and media and stuff, it just kind of moulded oh, me yeah, into, so. that, into that career. Yeah. So, wh- how, what year was it when you got your job at, uh, is it Solent? Solent News. News yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was May 2018. Was it? Actually, yeah, yeah, so I did a year and a half there, and then switched over to the job I'm in now, so yeah, a year and a half. Wow. So when did you know
0: um, it was the right time to leave some news? Because obviously I knew you wanted to do whole journalism and stuff, but from knowing you, you have a big passion for basketball, which obviously your new job is related to, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah, for sure. What was it within the job, the way you were in your life mentally and stuff and where you wanted to go? How do you, when did you know it was time to... Leave?
1: Well, I think it actually started before I even started soloing. So, during my year of work experience between 2017 and and May 2018, I was with the Surrey Scorchers, which are a professional basketball team, my current employers. Um, So, I did did a year with them and I just loved it because I'd supported that team for about a decade anyway. So, I grew up supporting them. And um, the guys I worked with were amazing, really, really inspiring people who are all in great jobs now. So, it was just like, well, I want to be doing this, being around the players and interviewing them creating content for the socials and stuff was amazing. And when I got the job at Solent, it was just like, wow, I'm, I'm writing for National Papers, which was wow. um, which was an amazing experience. You know, I had writing for The Sun, The Mail, The Mirror every day. But then the sports side was still there. It was like, I want to be in the sports environment. And okay. whether that was writing for the back page of the, of the sports papers or working for a team, I always kind of knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So... I took that national journalism experience as right. This is going to help me because this is going to be something I have on my CV for the rest of my life. Okay. I was learning from really, really good people, like some fantastic journalists that I work with, and that that experience and the pressure of writing for that environment really kind of helped to mold my brains. Right, I've, for sure. just just the precision of it and and the and the pressure that comes with it is just going to be a life experience. And I, I always said to myself, I'm never going to have better employers than what I've got now because mm-hmm. these the two guys who I worked for were just brilliant at what they did so I knew that oh, the more I learned from them the better really so I just stuck it out for as long as possible and then when the job came up that I I'm in mean, now it was just a no brainer I was like right I'm ready to make that switch. how did they contact you at the new job um so I saw the job online and I spoke to some my old colleagues say look I've seen the job do you think I should go for it and they said yeah absolutely um so I went for it and a lot of the people who were there remembered me from last time anyway so that awesome. I think that might have helped get the job but um, so yeah I'm now the fan engagement coordinator for the Surrey Scorchers in the That's British awesome. Basketball League but also the Surrey Storm in the Netball Super League and wow. they play, they're one of the best netball teams in the country they play on Sky Sports it's amazing. So how long does it take you to get to your new job? About a 45 minute commute uh, okay. each day so there and then back in the evening but I go work. up early and I train with the players in the morning so That's the so basketball fun. players yeah. so I like rebound for them and do what I can to help them do my work and then I stay late for the netball girls because they train in the evening and then I come home. Yeah. So and like we said, when you're doing something that you love and you enjoy, it is all, it's worth it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It is like that 45 minute commute, like, like you said, put a podcast on, listen to some music, 45 minute drive now, like, it isn't long. No, that, it's not. It's all. really not. It's yeah, really no. not.
1: I, I find it really useful because the night before I always try to list what I want to do the next day because yeah. it's just so hectic. But then that, that's that moment of just calm. It's just like, right, getting myself in the right frame of mind. I go in and I do what I do and then on my way home I'm planning for the next day it's just such sure. a useful time where it's just me by myself just for 45 minutes it's great. Yeah, so it, it is it's like a kind of therapeutic
0: ready to get oh, your absolutely. mind absolutely. right and kind of move forward and go with that. So how are the basketball team doing like is are you planning on go maybe going to like America at some point as well like cuz what What's the difference between, obviously, because I don't know basketball too well, what's the
1: difference between, obviously, it being America and the hype there and it coming over and being in England? It's very different. So, obviously, everyone, when you think about basketball, you think of the NBA, you think of Michael yeah. Jordan, LeBron James, like Steph Curry, generic sort of stuff. The British Basketball League is, is very uh, you know, low down in the, in the rankings of sports in the UK. So, obviously, yeah. you have football, rugby, cricket, tennis. You can name five or six, maybe even ten sports that you think of before basketball. But the British Basketball League's got 12 teams in it. A lot of Americans come over. All the really? guys are full-time professionals. Um, you usually, get anywhere between one thousand and two thousand people each game. So, so they the, can't watch. Yeah, the wow. fan the fan base is there, you know, um, but a lot of people don't know about it, and a lot yeah. of that comes down to the socials and the and marketing for it. It's not on TV, so that the games are streamed live on YouTube at the moment. They were on BBC for a how, bit how last year. How many views and stuff are you reckon? Well, each each game varies depending on the fan bases. So, for example, if one of the bigger teams are away from home, they can get up to five hundred viewers. Um, yeah. Sorry, tend to get about three three fifty. For each game, obviously, we have about 700 in house as well. Um, yeah. So the league's a good league and it's a good standard, but compared to other countries in the world, it's not that big, which is why I wanted to be in it because I want to be part of the growth. And, yeah. you know, um, there are some interesting stat came out the other day saying basketball is one of the most highly participated sports for kids in the UK. Um, so for it to be so far down on the list is fascinating. Yeah. More kids are playing basketball than rugby, yet rugby sell out massive stadiums and basketball doesn't um, yet. So it's just it's one of those growing sports. And Neville's the same, and I
0: think it's getting in. And what I learnt as well over the last year or so, it's just like it's trying to get in with culture. Mm. So you look at it in out, out in America, like, but I thought, what well, you say like the top sports are basketball and American football. Yeah, and I think you could probably argue. I think it goes American football than basketball, mm. but still, everything I see on YouTube, Instagram, just social media is is basketball where people are yeah. dunking and trying yeah. to do all these trick shots and stuff, yeah. and I'm just like. My brother is a huge fan of basketball. He'll come home and start talking about it. I'm like, Don't really know what you're talking about but yeah. then I'd want to do my research on it, so I'd look into yeah. it. And then we'd yeah. go to the local park and then we'd go in. Well play, that's the thing that's the thing, it, that it's stuff. in
1: your face on socials and then it's it's almost hidden in the UK. You don't yeah. when not you know, before you met me you might not have even known the Surrey Scorchers exist, you know. No, I didn't because they're they're in Surrey, they're not in Hampshire but there's twelve teams in the UK, and most people couldn't even name three, let like alone all twelve. So I couldn't, I could not even name one. Exactly, that's the thing. It's just it hasn't got the publicity yet, which is what why I wanted to do it because I love basketball, and of course, like anyone, the long term vision is to go and work at the NBA. I mean, I'm, I'm not stupid. Everyone wants to do that, but at the same time, I want to help our country build. For and sure. there's some great people in it. Like some of the media guys in the BBL are insane. They're amazing, yeah. and they're helping. But it's just building up that culture, as you say. And I
0: think, so I think it will do over time. It's just trying to think about ways that you can go around, it. So, you know, trying to get the youth involved. Like you said, that more people at a younger age play basketball than they do rugby. Yeah. And just certainly trying to get people, even maybe some big names over from America mm-hmm. and just getting them to not, um, just get people involved over here and yeah, just try yeah, it out and just yeah. a, build a name yeah, up there. Yeah, Is it?
1: it's, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, it's just so bizarre how it hasn't grown like other sports have, but... You know, all the while that the basketball team, like in London, twenty twelve, they did really well, and the the netball team, I meet mean, England, are just amazing in the netball world. And netball is great in the UK; it's growing so fast, and the league and those, is growing. I noticed it. since the the last um, Olympics, yeah, um, yeah, I noticed it was
0: quite big there yeah. as well. Yeah, in the
1: last five years, it's 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 skyrocketed, especially the international scene. But now the club scene is starting to grow as well. So I'm very lucky that I've kind of. Joined one of the best franchises in the UK for Surrey, you know, Surrey Storm. They they won the Super League a couple of years back a couple of times. Wow. Um, and it's, we've got a couple of England internationals and stuff. They're just amazing women, first of all. And the and the game is really interesting to watch. It's fascinating to watch. Um, and because they're one of the best teams, we've got a really good fan base. They've got 15,000 Twitter followers. So I kind yeah. of came into a quite big um, fan base, which makes my job easy in, in one on, from one standpoint, but also... What can I do to kind of keep, keep it growing? Keep it because growing. netball has so much potential in the women's game to be as yeah. big as women's football and stuff like and that. And
0: it's one of those where you you have to be as involved in it as they are. Like You have yeah. to be obsessed and addicted to it because like you need to know the intricacies of the sport, Yeah.
1: Um,
0: what people like about it, what they don't like about yeah, it. How yeah. can then you um, go forward with changing things up to get people involved with it more? Yeah. But it, it's one of those is... It, it's exciting. Yeah. It's one of those, like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to test myself, yeah. really get yeah. the clubs out there. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. And
0: I'm, no, Honestly, I'm, I wish you the best of luck with it. Thanks, man. Um So, how important is it, do you think, to have a job that you love? So, from obviously going from working in um, a kitchen to then doing the journalism to now working for the uh, British Basketball League for the, within, for the, sorry, Scorchers, sorry. Mm. Uh, how, how is that, How sorry, how important do you think it is to make sure that you have a job that you enjoy?
1: Oh, I think it's crucial. I think, you know, people don't really think about it too much, about how much of your life you're going to be spending in a work environment. Yeah. So to be doing something that you love, it doesn't feel like work and you just no. enjoy every day because... You know, I'm not stupid. Everyone loves going out on the weekends and you know socialising, having a good time. Yeah, sure. yeah, you know, especially at our age, everyone loves doing that. Um, I agree. But what about the Monday to Friday? What are you doing in that time? Because yeah, you, know, you see it all the time. Especially on people love to put on Instagram. Oh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Or posting a picture from an event three months ago saying oh I wish it was summer again and all this because they weren't working but what about yeah. when you are working if you do something that you love then you're not going to be moaning about that and you can just no. get genuine fulfilment out of what you do and I think that For sure. that's what I've always tried to base myself on I mean even my parents have said since I've started the new job they love they just like seeing me happy and they, they can see the difference and the passion and I don't mind doing extra work I don't mind brainstorming and, and doing whatever it takes to kind of help us build because I love it and I love being there so it just, just makes it it easy. is the it's one of the best
0: feelings to have, and I'm the same as you. From when I worked in a chef, being a pot wash to being a waiter, to putting stuff on tables for people, then working in waitros and doing mm. retail, and it's just there was something about doing a job that I didn't like. Like you said, the Monday to Friday, I I didn't like to, not that I wanted to talk about my job all the time, but like if anyone was too much asked, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I just work, just stack shelves. Like not that I was embarrassed or anything about it because I think it's a job that gave me money
1: but I just wasn't fulfilled by it well that's it I think everyone has to to take the path and do those jobs to get started and get on the ladder but then I think as you get into your 20s and start to get older it's like right what do I actually want to do with my life rather than just the short term money that you want when you're young what can you then do to kind of build yourself and kind of find your path because I think that it's just so easy to make that excuse for yourself that you've got time to kind of sort things out but time is always ticking you know like year goes by year after year and some people are in the same position that they were five years ago and I just think you know you need to it's all well and good knowing you've got time and it is an advantage but you've also got to make use of that and think right what do I want to be doing over the next year two years
0: totally agree with you and I realise that this year how quickly this year had gone like Mm. for it being like 12 months uh, I feel like I've only had about six of it already I feel like there's still six more months yeah, to go, yeah, and like you're saying, like in your mind, yes, have the idea of I have time, but also know that just like don't waste your time. Mm. Like every conversation you have with someone, make sure that it's valuable. It's giving you um, information, or you're learning something from them, mm. or vice versa. Not just I've had conversations with people now where I'm just like, uh, I, I, in my head, the first thirty seconds to a minute, I, like, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity, and then if I don't feel like we're engaging or anything I'll find a way to make sure I kind of get out of that conversation yeah, yeah. that's why I've always um, got on well with you I've got well with um, like Ben um, Tap, and a lot of other people where it's like because they're on the same wavelength yeah like-minded and people they're yeah for sure people spend and even before the podcast we would probably talk about 20 minutes I was like okay no, we need to get this on the <laughs> podcast because <laughs> we would say one topic and it would just fl- flow yeah, and it would that's go it. That's it. and people would say to me Scott like why did you get up so early why did you go to bed so late you barely get any sleep I'm like I'm an advocate for sleep, you need it. But there are some nights where it's I'm either too excited, I've got a lot of stuff on and to finish some work, but because I love what I do and I see the potential in it, like you do with yours, like mm. the potential you see of helping um get more eyes on British British I can't even speak today, British basketball. Mm. Like that's what makes you wanna put in the hours. What, and the moment you lose passion for something, you'll find something yeah. else. And I think that's, that's why people are scared is they're like, I don't want to try something in case it doesn't work. But I'm like, mm-hmm. but then you're just going to be unhappy because you're not doing yeah, anything. So yeah. stop trying to keep yeah. thinking, oh, what if? Just yeah. give it a go, give it a try. Well, that's it.
1: I'm think i mean, I'm an advocate for sleep as well. I don't get enough of it because yeah. um, I'm I'm up in Surrey by half seven with some of the players. Shout out to James if he's listening. Um, I'm with him most mornings shooting and stuff just because I want to help other people get better and it also helps benefit me because if I have that relationship with the players, they're going to be more relaxed on camera. So yeah. when I do stuff during the week with like content and things like that, they're just themselves and people love to see like players behind the scenes like I know what it's like I love to see NBA players behind the scenes Premier League players just when they're coming into games and stuff and during the week on the training ground you want to see them having a laugh and being playful and you know if you can create that culture in an environment where it's like okay people are relaxed they can be themselves you're going to get the best results across the board they'll play better yeah. content will be better everything <coughs> is just better so it's just great
0: And I've learned that through everything that I've done and it's important that you make sure that that happens like now you build the friendships and the relationships of all these people, it makes your job so much more enjoyable. Because if the workplace that you're in isn't like happy, you come in and everyone's like, Yes, everyone's gonna have good days and bad days. But the idea is like, You, if you have a bad day, you don't take out on maybe somebody else at works there. It's just like, Look, guys, just to warn you, I'm not feeling 100%. If I say anything bad, weather, it's not, not your fault or whatever, but like, because I've gone into workplaces before where like the manager. The way that they got people to work was intimidating them, mm. trying to make like getting them to do work through fear because of like, she's gonna shout at me, she's gonna tell me off. Not like, all right, you work really, really hard. Um, I respect that, so I'm gonna keep putting the work in. Mm. And I feel like now because you've gone to where you are, you see everyone working really, really hard. You see how like infectious it is to like, yeah. oh, this is amazing. And it's just that's kind of family feel. Yeah. And that's why you see so many businesses and so many companies do well because everyone's invested into that. In that goal, yeah, they want to get to the place that they want to go, yeah. And I, I realised that from, um, I've said it before, but like, and that's what motivated me for the rest of the rest of the year and moving forward. Is when I did that work experience at Gymshark, they they always said, "Oh, it's like a family." I'm like, "Is it really though?" Mm-hmm. Went there, I was like, "Yeah," like the people who are up in the high up in the business were not like or status or anything, but people who were maybe in the cafe or something, they were helping them out with meals and what. It was just, it was great. Like mm-hmm. it's. It's such a good environment. It's a culture, man. I mean,
1: sports is just such a great example of that because obviously every week you have a, a, like a game, so you have like something to work towards during the week. So yeah. it's, it's just quick motivation you can have week to week because once once one game is done, you yeah. win or lose and you're on to the next one. So it's just easy to keep What's that, that environment like? like? So obviously, I can imagine what it's like, but when
0: they, when, say, for example, the team loses, what's the environment like moving forward? Um, how do they pick themselves up? How do they move forward with that? Like, what's it like coming into the. Going into training and it's just like, all right guys, we've got to pick ourselves up now. Is it oh we're down for a couple of days or is like, now nah, straight back this guy?
1: I mean, that from what I've seen, I mean, I've been around it for a long time and the guys just are just locked in. So as soon as they lose, it's like, right, I'm we're gonna make sure we get the result right next time round. I mean the head coach Creon is amazing because he's just you can't really read him, so then what he just comes in, and he's just got that locked in mindset. And then the guys just follow. I mean, the guys themselves are just always super motivated anyway to win. Like, if they win, they want to keep winning. But if they lose, they're just working so hard. You notice they come in earlier the the next week, especially on the Monday. They're all ready. And they're all there. Yeah, that's it. And and it is a family thing because if the leaders in that team, and Creon's there early, the best players are there early, everyone else is going to follow and fall in line. And that's my favourite part of sports because there's that perception of, oh, the guys are down, oh, we've lost again or whatever. But then... The guys don't feel that; they just try no. to find the positives and everything. And then it's when important. you get that winning result, it's just even
0: more special. It's important. It's and that's why you see so many teams that do well because there's that morale, there's that family feeling. That's where like players will, will stay at the club for years on end because it's just mm. like why would they want to? The only reason they want to go is because either the team's not winning anything or just the morale in the club isn't mm. what it sh- what they want it to be. Yeah, yeah, and. I I miss that a little bit when I played football and with sport. like I miss having like the big group of friends playing together and just enjoying life and whatever. But I think with the whole PT side of things and now doing my circuit classes, I get that family feel with the with people in my circuit classes. Mm. Like I'll come in and it's like, I know everyone's name. I know what they need to work on, what they, what they are good at. And how can I set the classes to make sure that I can tap into those areas mm. that um, need to be improved. And it's just one of those that it is just something that in time you know you're going to get better at you're going to improve at and think of how far you've come within this year you know you've you've ran the 10 miles you've switched jobs you've got more confidence within yourself especially your journey through fitness and how you've changed yourself there and mentally and you think oh, i've done that in the space of a year where am i going to be in five years if i mm. keep that up and yeah. that's what's so interesting and yeah it's, that's what it's drives exciting. me for
1: sure because you know I've, I've always tried to just be patient but also innovative how can i keep Moving myself yeah. forward, and I think I'm happy where I am now, and I see myself being there for a long time because I actually want to make a change in the two sports that I work in. Pretty but sure. but you know, at the same time, we both know we're so you know we're super young. Like we're twenty in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Like I could stay until I'm twenty seven and still be young. Yeah. So it's just such an advantage. But you no, know, I love where I am and the people I work with. Amazing. I was going to
0: say it was an, it was the next question. Do you feel happier where you are now within your life from where you were when you're at the other job?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I think. In the last 12 months, things have just changed drastically. I mean, in terms of the whole scheme of things, with friendship groups, I've found out I've got a, a core group now that are just yeah. my you know, my best mates but best life, mate. really. for life, sure. really. And it's changed throughout the year as well. Um, my job, <clears> I, you know, I liked my old job, but I love my new job, and that's the difference, because you can like it, so you can have good days and bad days, and then you, you know the days where you're not motivated, and then you've got the day, I mean, if you love your job, it's just, every day is just great, you know, you just love being there. And the people there are so inspiring. So how can you not be inspired when like for example our netball coach she goes to the gym at half five. She works hard in London and wow. for like two hours she put it on Instagram and then she'll come into work do a full day nine to six or whatever and then she'll train netball in the evening because pl- she's a player coach and she plays as wow. well. So she does like a 15 hour day. Like It's incredible. Like, how can you not be inspired by stuff like that? Yeah. So it's just an amazing place to work I'm so lucky to work with people like that. And that's yeah that says it itself really doesn't it? And People would say that, like,
0: how can you work 15 hour days? And it literally falls down to you have a passion for what you do. And if Mm. you're, you know, you might not be the person that wants to work a 15 hour day. Like, Mm. I know you do. I'm the same person. Like, I get an enjoyment and fulfillment. Like, I just smashed 18 hours, 15, 16, 18 hours today. Mm. I've got so much done, productive, that it set me up for going forward for the rest of the the week. But if you don't have that, not saying necessarily you need to be able, you want to work 15 hours a day, but like, you need a job that you're like, every single day, wherever you have good days, you have bad days, it's just, I love it, I've, yeah. I've got to keep working at it, I've yeah. got to keep doing it.
1: It's just having a job that find, that you, you get value from, and then you genuinely get fulfilment from, I think yeah. that, you know, not everyone's going to want to work 15 hour days, because no. everyone has a work life balance, you can have relationships, family, whatever, because things always crop up all the time, for sure, um, but I think if you've got a job that you, you genuinely enjoy being, <clears> and people make it a good place to work, then I think, you know, I have nothing to say, because, you know, if you're yeah, happy, then sure. it's great, but I think. If you're not in that and you're still looking for it, I mean, I think we're both advocates for that. Yeah. Find something you love because things just yeah. change. And, and all of a sudden, other good people come into your life and it just completely changes oh, the whole thing. I, yeah, it, it's
0: it's so true. And, you know, you might be someone sitting here who are this the same age as Tom and I, where you're 20 years old or you're younger. And it's like, if you can kind of tap into that mentality like we have now, which people don't do until they're like 26, 27, like you have so much ahead of you, but, don't worry if you haven't found something just yet. Like It, it takes time. And we're just lucky that obviously you found basketball from a young age, you enjoyed that, and it was journalism and just mm. two of your passions kind of now merged together. It's like, yeah. oh, this is amazing. Yeah. The same with myself. When I was younger, I loved drawing, I loved painting, I love creating stuff. And then as I got older, I kind of lost the interest in that. But then I knew I wanted to do something related to fitness because I wasn't mm. going to be a professional footballer like a lot of kids that I grew up with wanted to be then I merged my fitness with cameras and trying to do fitness content. Like, you get to a point where at one, at one stage in your life, like, everything just kind of molds together. And um, Again, on your point of the right people then come into your life. So I don't know if you've had this, I've had it, and I've spoken about it many a times. Having a friendship group that you grow up with, I've, I had mine some for like 14 years, and you know you build such a strong bond, and like, your parents become friends, and you, know, you don't think you're ever, you're going to be friends for life. But then it just gets to the point where you realise we grow in separate directions. We're not really meant to be friends anymore. Uh, And I was on my own for like, I think, around like five, six months before I I had really anybody. I knew like one or two people, but again, I was by myself. But in my head, I was like, I've got to be around people eventually that are into the same thing as me. Like Yes, maybe I'm not as into basketball as you are Mm. or into the whole journalism side, but me sitting here asking questions and stuff is kind of similar to in yeah, respect yeah, to that yeah, yeah. and you have the same mindset as I do yeah. so that's why it bounces I
1: mean I'm very lucky to have you know the friends that I've grown up with um that I am still really good friends with because they have that motivation just to do well in life and I'm really rooting for them to do well you know I've that, got sorry, i not sorry to interrupt yeah. but that's the important
0: part yeah, yeah. which is you root for them and they root for you yeah, yeah. I
1: mean it's, it's interesting because there are certain people I'm not gonna call people out but you hear stuff all the time I'm sure you do as well like who aren't rooting for you yeah um which is fine but like just keep your negative energy I was going to say yeah,
0: I didn't didn't want to interrupt you but that was a point that's so so strong it's like you want to be around friends that if if they're doing you want them to do better than you because then from an inspirational point you're like oh that motivates me to want to do better and it's not like it's a competition or anything it's just like you want to be around a friend that they want to better themselves and do well in life Mm -hmm. and then same goes for you
1: I mean and there's five or six people that are like really good friends of mine i'm genuinely rooting for them to do well and like some of them they all have different ambitions So, so a couple of them want to go traveling and it's like great go and see the world you know we're young we're very fortunate in this and you know generation we can kind of do what we want really go and see wherever so go and see the world do what you want to do there are others who are uni grinding which is like great you know you're going to get a great job do it and there are people like me and you who have kind of got these ambitions and goals Like, okay what are you going to do to get there and yeah, it's just amazing obviously I'm very lucky in the industry I'm in mean, because I'm there's so many role models all the time I work with 10 basketball players and 15 netball players who have all started wow. from nothing and now professionals it's just amazing and you think well, that's two, ten, so what that's 25 people yeah. that you work
0: with individually mm. like the relationships you build up with them like mm. you can have a, a profound impact on 25 people yeah. which then again taps into making you know the game days better mm. and helping them out like that's what's crazy with the job that I do as well like I sit here and think, oh, and I'm not just making a program for somebody or I'm just making like I'm making videos but some days it ju- it does feel like that because mm. you do it so much. You're like, mm. is this really having an effect on people? Yeah, yeah. And then I get messages where it's like, that workout today was amazing. It really, mm. really helped me or I got a Christmas card from a client and she was like, thank you for the last 14 weeks. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to lose all this weight. Mm. And I'm just like, Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it does have an impact, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then maybe from um, your experience, like players come up to you and be like "Oh, Tom, man," like I really appreciate that conversation. today. So, like, I wasn't it's, feeling one hundred percent. There's like, no
1: better feeling. Like I, I try to make content individually for the players for their own socials as well, yeah. because it's good for their you know family and friends to see stuff. And they message me all the time. They're so appreciative of it, which makes me just so happy. You know, both franchises are great. I mean, <clears> it's, there's nothing better than helping other people do well. And like for example, when the guys have good games, I will take it upon myself to get their highlights to give to them to show people like this is how good our guys are and it's just amazing yeah, I, love that's it. awesome. I love it i love
0: like, it it's a great it is a great feeling and being in that environment it's it is infectious you can't help but want to do well all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. and i couldn't imagine not having a job that i didn't enjoy like life is too short like going back to it like we said earlier like yes you do have time like you could like you'd be 20 right now and not do anything till you're 27 and still be incredibly young but it's one of those of, not to get deep or anything, but one day we're going to die. I always think about this because I get into my head, I'm like, one day I could die, and that could be in 10 years. Touch with it doesn't happen, but it does. And I think, well, if that's going to happen in 10 years, what am I going to do in these 10 years to make sure that I've fulfilled myself?
1: Mm. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. I think that um, it's it's important to kind of keep in mind because obviously your day could come at any time. It's a bit of a depressing topic, but at the same is, time, it, it, it's good because if you... You, if you are sitting there and thinking like what have you done with your life have you got genuine happiness from it and fulfilment and yeah. and whether you like working or not work is a massive part of your life and if you've hated working for your whole life then you're just going to kind of go through life not really enjoying it no. as much as you could you you, know? need, you need
0: to find something that is going to give you an income but also you love and you enjoy mm. and one thing Gary V said and I know no, you're a big fan of him too but he was saying whether you have a job that brings you in 30k a year and you don't have all the fancy stuff but you are happy because you know you do your job you do nine to five and then you come home and you build up a good relationship with your kids and your family and you're a family oriented person that's amazing there's nothing wrong with having that compared Mm. to someone who has millions of pounds Mm. and they like going on fancy holidays and having great meals out it's Mm. like find what brings you happiness and at the same time as well like don't compare your happiness to somebody else it's like it should be something else like for example You're very happy, I'm very happy what I'm doing, but there's no way that I'm thinking, should I be doing what Tom's doing? Yeah. Is that gonna yeah. bring me more happiness? Or whatever. Like just go through your life and you're gonna, you know, have good days, bad days, like we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have periods where you're like, actually that doesn't make me happy. And just figure it out. Like the job that you're doing. I know it's difficult, like we mentioned as well. Like, you know, if you've got family, um, maybe bills to pay, like a house and a mortgage, it's very limited for you to be able to maybe switch jobs because you've got to be careful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like you don't have to be in that job for another five years hating it. Like You can find other ways and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just people get so used to being in that same yeah. routine. People it love a routine changes. and it's hard yeah. to
1: change. And I think that's the one thing that me and my friends have kind of set up on this year. I mean, as you'll remember from the start of the year when we <coughs> did all the big, giving player stuff. I mean, yeah. that was, although it was fun and good entertainment, the, the reason we started it was I was out of shape. I was underweight. I wanted to change my diet first of all, so I was eating right mm. and go to the gym regularly sure. to make changes and it did you know i i've put, I've put on, i think I put on fifteen kg this year because I was massively on wow. the way um and just going to the gym regularly, it was just so amazing because all of a sudden in three or four months, I saw these changes, it was like, okay, I changed my routine, and this is what happened. What if I did that in a work environment? What if I change my yeah. job and see what happens and it's kind of just worked out so it's just proof really that if you kind of you can switch it. It's good to be realistic, but also be optimistic. Think. sure. You know, do, you know, you've got to make the right decisions, of course. You can't just yeah. quit your job and go and do something crazy. But at the same time, what can the small things you do actually have a bigger impact on your just genuine happiness? Yeah, so. I I totally agree with that. And I feel like
0: I said it all the time in this podcast. Now, I already pick up the fact that I, I agree, I agree. Because I get people on here who are great at what they do and it's just the direction they are going. it's just like, I'll finish a podcast and I'm just like, this is, that inspires me. Like, I just want to go and I want to work. I want to do my stuff, mm. and it's just again, yes, get the work life balance, but you really got to work on something that brings you a, a purpose. Yeah, and I've noticed I get more of a buzz, I get more of a greater feeling if I'm doing something for other people. Mm. So with my programs and helping somebody, like money, money comes and goes, mm. and if you're motivated by money, great, but. Long term, you're not going to be happy. Once you get that money, and you think that buying this fancy car and this house and stuff is going to make you happy, it it won't. And I'm not saying that from experience because I don't have loads of money at all. But from listening to podcasts and people that actually generally have money, Uh for example, listen to Tom Billy. You say it. You know, Um, when they sold Quest, I think he still has a little bit of a percentage mm. of that. I think, but he said he got roughly like 400 million from it. You know, he could just retire. And go and do what we wanted, mm. but he was like, all that money didn't change him to want to create a really big company and work hard and stuff. Mm. He was like, I could still, I could not have that money. I just want to kind of work and do something mm. that I enjoy. Mm. So yeah, if your if your goal is money, fine, but you need something long term that's going to keep you going yeah. and drive you. I
1: think it's about striking that balance, isn't it? Because don't get me wrong, everyone loves having a bit of money in the bank and being able to treat yourself to things. Of it course, to, it takes away some of that yeah, stress. Yeah, who doesn't, you know? But I think at the same time like you say if you're doing a job you hate all the time just for the money you know you are going to have the money great you can buy these little you know short term wins if you like but over the course of 5 or 10 years you're just going to have 10 years of hating what you do to get that money and, wasting and it's just not worth your, your time yeah because at the end of the day there's there's more to life than just working you know yeah. but if you're doing something that you love it doesn't feel like work so then for all of sure. a sudden you're just making every day yeah. worthwhile like you
0: said those 10 years of doing something that you hate whereas if you did 20 years of doing something that you loved, and in that 20 years, you maybe still got the same amount of money within the 10, Mm. it's like, well, it's a Mm. win-win. You've then got the money that you wanted, but you're Mm. also living a life that's happier. Mm. And I can't stress that, and I think it's important to try and realize it from a younger age, too, is a lot of people, they listen to maybe what parents say, friends say, what they should do in their life, but they don't really sit there and think, what do I want to actually do? And Am I going to go for it? Because, you know, it's confidence and it's things that... um, It's all the thoughts in your head that have been put there by other people. Like, I said to you earlier before the podcast started and you um, had noticed it was... You know, I said I wanted to do acting. Like, there was something that I love being in front of a camera. I'm even at home sometimes. And, like, I didn't even realise this uh, until I was speaking to Ben about it. I'd watch maybe, like, a TV series or, like, I'd watch a movie... And one of the characters would do something. And for me, I was like, oh, that's qu- quite cool. And I'd reenact it. Mm. I'd, I'd try and do it in the same way. Mm. And it wasn't until, like, I realized, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I, I didn't even know I was doing that. Mm. And I was like, I could I could do this. Like, I'm not, I'm not great now, but it's just one of those things, you know, with practice where I could be in five years' time, mm. whatever. My auntie's a drama teacher and my younger cousin was actually, I don't know if you heard of it, there was this thing on ITV a couple of weeks ago. It was called, like, Sanditon. Mm. And he was one of the big actors. He was one of the little kids, mm. and it wasn't like a like a huge, huge role or anything. But like um, the practice, you know, he had to do for things mm. like that, and like having to do all like the auditions. I'm like, that would scare the shit out of me, and that's what I love is mm. because I don't want to do things like when I was doing my circuit classes, getting up in front of a crowd, crowd, and a group of people. At first, uh, my heart was racing. I hated it. Now I could get up in front of like thirty, forty people. I'm fine. Mm. I don't get nervous. Mm. And I'm
1: like, but I I
0: enjoy that feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's about finding what you want to be doing. I mean, touching on the point you said about, you know, doing what you want to do, I had to make a decision like that a couple of years ago because I've got amazing parents who are, like, super supportive of everything that I do, but because of just the stigma, they thought I should go to university to study journalism, and I was was adamant not to do it. Um, And I kind of made that decision, and they completely supported me with it. Luckily, it's worked out for me because I'm doing something that I love, and, you know, they're super happy for me. But you've got to remember, you know, there's going to be stigmas. People think that university is the right option. Um, it's not always the case, no. and can you know, be for some people. Yeah, but absolutely. Not, not I think there's certain jobs that obviously it is going to be incredibly important and crucial. But there's some industries that you just don't need it. Don't need it. So I did fight my corner on that occasion, and it has worked out over the course of time. But I think if yeah. you're passionate about something, you have got to fight for it, and you have got, got to, to, back, those, you've got to yeah. back yourself. You got to back yourself
0: because at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, and you're not your biggest fan. No one else is then going to believe in you, and mm. you don't need other people to. Mm. And that's what I realised, you know. Like, when I decide to start my own business, people were like, Scott, like, you don't have that income coming in each month. So I was mm. like, but you don't understand the type of person that I am. Mm. Like, I'm the person that each month, knowing that I'm the one responsible for my own income, mm. motivates me. Mm. I I need that. Because I'm, I look at my bank balance, I'm like, all the stuff that's coming out at the end of the month, I need to make sure that I earn double that triple that because mm. then once that goes out I can still then put all my other money back into my yeah, business yeah. and keep that going around yeah, yeah. And I think you've just got to find, like you said, your balance, what motivates you where you want to go in life and you'll get there within yeah, you'll get there within sure. time. I mean
1: it's so easy just to listen to the voices and what people are saying about you i mean Mm -hmm. people used to slander me in school for liking basketball because it was different you know i'll I'll never forget someone said obviously when you're young you want to be a professional right so i want to be a professional basketball player someone said i will never pay 20p for a jersey with bonnet on the back i was like that's amazing because in 10 years time i'm gonna remember you and what you said because now i'm working with professional basketball players like I'm doing what I want to be doing, and I worked hard to get there. I didn't listen to the voices, and that's what drives me. Is because not that people hating on me drives me, but it's always interesting to see because it does. They're not, they're not, they're not. not, It does, yeah, you're right, but they don't because they're not chasing their dreams. They want to stop you from doing yours, and like that's the thing. Any person that gives you hate, you've got to understand
0: it's coming from a negative place on their behalf because what they see through you is not necessarily they want to do basketball, but they want to be doing what you're doing in the sense of. This guy has the confidence to go for his goals. Mm. I don't. And because of how that's making me feel, or the way I've been brought up, or what my family life's like, or whatever, my way of dealing with it is by putting it onto you and making you feel bad because mm. by stopping you from going after your goals, it makes me feel good because yeah. I
1: didn't achieve mine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy that people have that mindset and I mean I think everyone's guilty of that while well, you're younger, absolutely. Oh, like sure. when yeah, you know, when you're a kid, obviously you think it's funny in your friendship group to ridicule someone else, but the fact that people still do that now is just crazy yeah, to me. Especially being older, it's yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah, really. Yeah. And I mean, and like, that, I think that's the point that we touched on earlier. When you've got a group of friends, there are people that you genuinely are rooting for to do well, and you know they're the people I want to be around because they pick me up and like. There's, I've got certain friends that after every game, win or lose, my, my friends friends like your content was great today. Like, keep it up, oh, or, awesome, great so result, cool. like, so happy for you. Like, and I, I'm the same for them. Like, when they do something that's good, great. I'm just buzzing for them. But then there's there's still the same people like who will to your face say, yeah, you're doing great, but behind, behind your back, you. yeah. Yeah. I vouch for that one hundred percent with the with the videos. Mm.
0: Uh, I have so many people that watch my stuff when I was at school, and we said this in the previous podcast. I said it in so many, but I repeat it so people just you you understand. I was the guy who was making the videos back at school before I was a personal trainer. But I was like, I knew where I was going to be. I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to be in fitness. So when I eventually make these videos, you're not going to find it strange. I was the guy that was recording myself. I made three fitness accounts at school because people found them, found out about them and they ridiculed me for it. I deleted them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm always going to make content. Mm-hmm. But I've set myself the goals of where I want to be in the next two years and the following that I want to have and the impact I want to make on people. I'm like, And one day, I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to say it on this podcast. And I don't want to be that person that says it and doesn't do it, but... Because I now have the mindset that I'm going to. I'll be in the movie one day. like I, I will. But like I'm not going to put a time stamp on it because I, I don't know. But mm. one day, I will be in one. Whether that's in five years' time, ten years. Mm. And people will pass judgment on that. I put up on my story of the goals I wanted to do. Yeah, like, so. like the people I wanted to have on this podcast one day. I had people like Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson. I wanted Joe Wicks. I wanted people like... Um, Cristiano Ronaldo or something like that. They're like, eventually one day I'll come across these people, uh, and have them on whether I'm still doing the podcast or whatever. Like I'll have these people come on, and people will look at that and go, "You won't." I'm like, because you see where I am now. Mm. But your wh- whatever you're doing, that's great. But I I'm now with how I've changed my mental state. I laugh. So if someone's like, "You're not going to do it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fair enough." Like, okay, but I'm so. It, I know this might sound bad, but I'm so in love with myself. Not in a cocky standpoint or anything, but because I never was, mm. I'm happy with the way I look. I'm not going to be the best looking guy in the world, but there's somewhere out there that there's someone out there that, who thinks I am. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I'm, I'm happy. It's I'm just a mental people,
1: people hate to see
0: people like genuinely happy for yeah. themselves, and they look at as being a cocky thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's it's not. If yeah. someone's coming across ob- obnoxious and stuff, like, I, I I get you. I, I see what you mean. But if someone's <laughs> loving their job, they're happy with who they are and your hate's not going to put them down, you need to reevaluate yourself. Mm. Like, I love making videos. Just because that's not something that you do, and you don't like it, doesn't mean I'm wrong, or I should Mm. be put down for that. And you know, if you get some enjoyment and a buzz from it, great, like, take the piss out of me all you want, because I'm the person, I want you to be happy. And if, taking a piss at me makes you happy bit weird but mm. alright go for it like yeah, I really it yeah. really doesn't bother it, me it's anymore
1: it's strange world we live in you know. And, and I think that you know social media is a big part of that it's, it's, mm-hmm. easy, it's easy to criticise people because yeah. you don't understand their thought processes yeah. and stuff but I think if you're rooting for other people to do yeah. well you can't really go wrong guarantee
0: with the basketball stuff that you do because you're going to because we're going to put out and we're going to say it you're going to make the impact on the British Basketball League and mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of people involved in this and the people that said to you that you're never going to have an impact on basketball, whether that was being a player or just anything in general, and you do, they'll be like, I always knew you were going to do it. Yeah, well, that's oh, it. You've, you've always had that, you know, you always had that um, drive and just yeah. something in your eyes I was like, I could tell. And it's like, no, you you didn't. Yeah, you, did. you didn't. Yep. Like, I had a friend. Ah, no, let me rephrase that. I have someone that I used to call friend or whatever. Yeah, an acquaintance. That's the word I'm looking for. Um... He doesn't like any of my pictures. He views all my stories and stuff and he probably sees my posts but never likes anything. He liked five of my posts probably about a month ago or something. I was like, hmm, that's strange. So I messaged him and was like, I appreciate the likes, mate. And he was like, no worries. I was like, I thought you were taking a piss. He's like, no, nah, don't worry about that. I wasn't. I was like, no, honestly, I, I'm, I'm not worried. I just wanted to, uh, I was just wondering. But anyway, how are you? And he was like, yeah, everything's really going really, really well, mate. And he didn't ask how I was. He went, "So how's business going?" Mm. And I was there like, "Wow, what do you want me to turn around and tell you how much money I'm making, how my business is doing? Like, do you want to? Is it because from an ego standpoint, that to me as well. you want to know that you're earning more than me, so it mm. makes you feel good? I'm yeah. like, like mate, I'm not going to tell you anything about money. My I even turned around and was like, my business could be better. You know, it's, it's quite slow right now. I don't have all the, I don't have a lot of clients or whatever. Because I want you to still think like I want you to think that I'm doing badly, even if I am or I'm not." Just because when I eventually do well one day. Mm-hmm. And for them, the old friends I was with, a lot of it is about money to them. They're
1: like, yeah, I'm earning this each, each, each month. I'm like, I don't care. Are you happy though? Are yeah. you happy? That's just the question. The, the, the same thing happened to me. Because a couple of months ago, I went to visit some family in New York, right? Yeah. And um, you know, I'm very, very lucky that I know this guy. He's really amazing what he does. And someone I hadn't spoken to since I left school messaged me going, oh my God, you're in New York. I went, yeah. He went, what are you doing there? I said, I'm just on holiday. Didn't reply. He, as he thought I was working there you know, and, and I was just like you only want to speak to me when you think I'm doing well yeah. I wasn't even like showing as if I was working there I was literally no. just doing the touristy stuff but it was just amazing to me how like he pops up after four years yeah. just to ask what I'm doing and it's just like why do you want to know yeah. so badly that you ha- haven't rooted for me yeah. for the last four years
0: that opinion so he's had on you he, he obviously didn't think much of you now he sees you in New York and he's like wow is Tom kind of doing like well for himself? I want oh, to know crazy, what he's doing. Man. It's like, it's like, come on, really? Yeah. And people can see through that. Yeah. And the fact that you don't reply, it's like, nah. Well, I've gone through my Instagram and I've deleted people that I just don't bring any value to my life. Mm. Like, I have a small um, group of friends, like, like an actual type group. I mm. probably have like three, four mm. people. Yeah. And then people that I still class as good friends, like yourself and other people. I'm like, I could go and. I can go and meet up with you and spend an entire day or whatever, right. just talking like, like yeah. it's good. And I, I like that because it allows me to go out and venture into new things, like with the whole yeah. basketball yeah. stuff. And we said that we were, we were going to try and work something together with like the videos that mm-hmm. I'm doing for YouTube and try and get everyone involved with that and just create some fun content yeah, yeah. and as well bring eyes to, um, the, the team and basketball itself. But yeah, it's so funny how like you start doing well and then people will start. Like I've had, um, girls messaged me that like when i was at school i was like oh no they're pretty good looking like uh but like no, no i won't stand a chance whatever and then now i'm doing my own business or whatever and they've messaged me like oh business seems to be going quite well i'm like yeah that's the first thing you say to me is business seems to be going quite yeah. well i'm like people people love to know each other yeah business, you know? i know like love to see
1: what people are doing but i think you gotta keep it to yourself just i mean social media is a highlight reel you know and yeah. i think people love to show what they're doing <clears> and like <throat> what event they've been to and what they're wearing and stuff and how how amazing they look great. But if they don't see all the stuff you're doing behind the scenes, they just want to know and it's just yeah. that people love to know people's business just so they can gossip about it, you know. I
0: can't remember exactly how it was, how he put it, but that is literally what Gary Vee put in one of those cartoons the other day when he was like, this era, like this decade of people like entrepreneurs are... I wouldn't say it's necessarily fake but they're living a the life of acting like they're successful, but they're not mm. if you get what I'm saying yeah. and it's it's so true like we I think we touched it before the podcast started when we were like there's so many people out there now who are like oh, I want to go back on um I want to go back to this place I want to go back to the sun again and stuff like this and I'm like but you, you could be doing it all the time mm. like that could be your job in, in itself yeah, yeah. and things like Or well, people were like um one that makes me laugh is like you'll go on a night out and people are trying to, what we nowadays call like they try and flex on you, where it's like mm. they've got all this maybe Gucci or Stone Island jumpers, whatever. I'm like, the thing is, it's taken you like five months to save up to get that jumper uh, yeah. uh, and like a year to maybe save up for that watch. Yeah. Then the moment you've got it, you can't like, yeah, look at me. And it's like, if you could afford that and it didn't even dent your bank account, all right, fair enough, all right, go for it. If you're someone that is like you're struggling on a daily basis yeah, and you're trying to make you're trying to fake it to make it, it's like don't. I'm I'm not really. honest. I genuinely don't
1: believe that brings people genuine joy as well. No, I it does The other people saying stuff, yeah, yeah. it gives them that short term buzz, but mm. when you're if you're worried about your bank account because of what you've bought, you know that's not a win, is it? That's no. just ridiculous. If you think about it, that is For actually what sure. people's mindset. It's crazy. But
0: people think, and because the people that hang like you are a product of the people you hang around with. Oh, absolutely. So if you're Buying all these materialistic things that they think are going to bring you happiness. It's like you go and buy a BMW. Well, as soon as soon as you drive that, it devalues,
1: mm.
0: and it's like you're not going to get the money you just spent for it. So you're like, yeah, I just spent eighty grand. It's like, all right, well now your car's worth sixty. Yeah. Like, and you're going to pick up a girl in it, or whatever. It's like, all right, cool. Because after two months, people don't care that yeah. you've got a BMW anymore. Yeah, well,
1: it's it's that one Instagram post, isn't it? It's like yeah. The new outfit or the new whatever yeah. you've got. It's crazy that people actually have that mindset. Because at the end of the day. You know, I think um, one of my friends put it really well. Like, it is just borrowed time, and just you know, you can have a BMW or you can have a Ford Focus. They both do the same thing, but people yeah. are so focused on having like the best thing and showing it off. But yeah. then, if they're not getting genuine happiness, I'm sure it's great having a great car. You know, don't yeah, get me wrong, I'd love to have a good car, but not at the wrong time. You know, yeah, I know it, what all you mean. all in time.
0: That's why I feel Gary Vee, He said he wants to have a legacy, and the the man is because he's creating change within culture because he's an alpha male that is getting people to think being empathetic, kind, mm. is cool.
1: Yeah,
0: And I'm, I'll I'll be lying if I said it didn't have an effect on me. Yeah. Like, he's hit me at a point where... And like a massive I, effect on me as yeah, well. Yeah, and it, it, people that especially are growing up, our age, and are watching that, they're like, oh, that's cool. Like, he's in a position he is because it's taken him... Yeah. He's just worked. He's taken him time. He's been able to predict what he thinks going to happen. He's been... Um, he just he's fallen in love with himself he knew where he wanted to go he knew what he wanted to do and he just stuck with it and yeah. look where he is it's like yeah. it took him time and it is like he and because he works with you know uh, American footballers basketball players very big within the m- music scene with all the people there and having the interviews with them. like everyone respects this guy mm. because he's worked his ass off to the point where it's like yeah. it doesn't matter where you've come from what your position is it's like buying all these materialistic things do not make you mm or anything like that it's like yeah. are you really happy with what you're yeah. doing Yeah, and that's where I feel like it It comes from yeah man it, it's literally so funny how when you go through life how things change and how yeah. people kind of act around you like I'll go out now like I, I hardly go out and it's strange how like I can socialise very well with like my friends and the people in my classes and stuff but when it comes to me going like clubbing or something now I feel I like, I don't belong there.
1: Oh, my goodness. Me and my friend Ollie had that realisation about a month ago. We went really? out, um, and we just were there like, what are we doing? You know, Because, yeah. we don't get me wrong, I love a night out, like, celebrating and stuff, like, yeah. having a good time, but we were there just for the sake of it, because we thought on Saturday night we should be going out, and yeah. we went out, and we were just... At the end of the night, we were like, that wasn't actually very good, because we, we didn't really <laughs> enjoy it that much, and I was I like... That all the time. And we both just like, right, let's just do stuff we enjoy, and we both enjoy what we're doing, so it's like, let's just go all in on that then. I mean... Yeah. Birthday's Christmas, I love a drink, you know, I love going out and stuff. Yeah. But that moment, which is amazing to me, because I was like, I've outgrown this, I'm on to yeah, the next thing, you know. For
0: sure. And you realise going out, you just want to socialise. So, for example, like my friend Ben and I, we went, just us two, we went bowling mm. and had a good laugh there and went on a walk yeah. and had a chat. Or we've got some groups of friends together and we've gone and played pool and yeah. had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Like for me now, like I went out clubbing because it was an opportunity for me to try and pick up girls or something like that. Mm. And even then, I was just like, I didn't have the confidence at the time to do that. And I don't, I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. And I haven't been out because like the only times I go out now, is like, just like you said, to celebrate or yeah. let there be a reason for it. But now it's like, I want to go and have a conversation with my friends. Cause I value a conversation. When you go clubbing, yeah. it you, you, you can't, can't have really it. have a conversation. No. Like the music's there. You're, no. you're there to dance and stuff. And it's like, all right, great. But I, I'm in a position now with my life. Like I, I like just sitting down here with you. I value this because I've, I've gained a lot from you. Hopefully, maybe vice versa. Like yeah, absolutely. that's an important. I'm me. so
1: glad you said that because me and Ollie, um Ollie Long, shout out to him. Um, we do this every week. We go for a walk. We walk around Horndean. Dean. It, sometimes it can be one hour, two hours. Sometimes we've gone for three hours. We've walked it's miles, so and miles, and all we do is just talk about kind of what we want to be doing, like long term, like long term visions, what our goals it's are. Good how to we reinforce want to get there. that. And although we could do it as a podcast like this, there's just so beneficial because it's just like, okay, we've got tunnel vision. We're both on the same kind of path. We both know what yeah. we're going to be doing and it's just so motivating and you yeah. you don't get that on a night out. You don't no. get that in these places but those moments are the ones that just shape you and yeah, when you've got sure. friends like that who can think the same way as you and have those experiences with that, that yeah. there's nothing better than and that.
0: And there isn't at all and it's it's crazy because
1: when you're on a night out, you see a lot of
0: the fake people and I'm just being honest because you go out and it's like people that I, I'll I speak to them and I'll be like, what's your job? I'm like, I'm a, I'm a PT. And they're like, oh. And but then I can, they're like, okay, cool. And then you can see they're trying to worm their way out maybe like the yeah. conversation or something. And it was literally before I even said what I was doing, they were like really intrigued because I don't know if it was maybe um, what I was wearing, how I looked or something, that just intrigued them. But I'm there just like, okay. But then I'm back at the bar with like some of my friends but I hear her speaking and saying the same thing to another guy. Mm. And he was like, I think he said that um, he ran his own clothing business or something and was doing really, really well. Uh, and she was just like, she was all over him. And mm. they're just like, it's crazy to think, like if you, yeah. if you say you've got money and you're doing really, really well and it's like how people just jump on you and yeah. stuff. And it's like, I'd rather, I'd want to be with someone who right now would want to be with me where I'm nobody. Mm. Uh, I, I don't have the money. I don't have a really successful business or anything like that. And they see me for who I am. Mm. So then eventually when I go through the gears and the, I book, Get better, and for me, I define success is defined differently for other people. For me, it's just being happy, happy, having a great group of friends around me that I can trust and I can grow with. Um, for me, it's run. I want to run a business that like I can prove to myself that I was able to actually do it, mm. but brings value to everybody else and is like a community feel. Sure. And I am financially stable to the point where I can provide for my family. Mm. That's for me. I don't care about having a fancy car or anything like that. And if that means I don't. <laughs> I don't get with a girl or anything for like the next five years and no, I couldn't care Mate, less
1: if I'm being brutally honest I don't want a girlfriend at if it happens then <laughs> I, great but I, like, I agree I'm just locked Tarnal in and I, yeah. I, I want to get myself to a position where I'm happy before I try and build yeah. that with somebody else and yeah. I've made that mistake before because you think it's the right thing to do yeah. some people are relationship people and I'm all for it if you're happy so am I but <laughs> at the same time I'm not ready for something like that yet, no. because I'm still trying to find what I am and what I'm yeah. doing so yeah. it would be unfair to share that with yeah. someone else I completely understand that and because you you know what you're doing and what you want to do but you don't know
0: things might change yeah, and sure. until you're happy with everything that you're doing it's like yeah, this. I know who I am what I want to do where I want to go it's like alright I can actually give you the time that you deserve because mm. I'm like, I, like myself I, I couldn't be a good boyfriend to somebody because I couldn't give them the right time because I feel I feel very selfish me messaging them could be me messaging someone to get on a podcast or yeah. message to see how a client is. Mm. And I I personally wouldn't want a girlfriend for like another five, six years or something yeah. because it's so tunnel vision on what, what you're doing. I want to find
1: someone like minded, you know. Someone, and he's interested yeah. in the same thing as you are. Yeah, for I sure. Think if you find someone that he's kinda of just on that journey, then yeah. then great. But it's not something at the top of my priorities. If no. it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, sure. it doesn't. And no that's
0: problems. when it always seems to happen is when you're not looking for, for it. For sure. Yeah. And the mistakes I've made, um, Previous relationships is like they were never into fitness. Mm-hmm. Right, they were active and stuff. And it for me, that's that's the one thing I look for is you. You don't have to go to a gym, but that like you have to work. You you love working out, whether that's at home or whatever. You go on runs or something like you're into fitness because mm-hmm. then that's something that like where I spend a lot of my time in the gym and do it. Like you mm-hmm. understand that. Yeah. Like, I don't expect people to understand like, I'm not going to go and be with someone who's like uh, a YouTuber or something <laughs> no, like that I, no, yeah. I don't know but like someone who understands yeah. fitness just and just respects what you're doing for you sure know. and like with you someone who maybe is into the whole journalism side of things or yeah. basketball within is within that industry yeah. it's so much I won't say easier but you just connect better because you, yeah. you actually you, you can have conversation starts without, without thinking really of what to say like with yeah. you I can sit here and you can talk about anything because yeah. like you're not someone that I feel like sh- I have to think about what I have to say to this yeah. person. What can we talk about?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you've been through that and so have I. Where you suddenly start doing well once you come out of a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I have no like negative energy towards my ex, but she told me to stop playing basketball. Really. And now I'm in. I'm working for a professional basketball team. Right, so she like, actually to- Damn, yeah, man! Like thing, like people, like obviously in the moment you think, oh, maybe I'm not very good. I should stop playing. But then long term, you're like. That's not the energy I should have been around. I'm glad things have happened the way they have. I hope she's happy, but I'm just happy. I believe everything
0: happens for a reason. And I was the same uh, way I relate to that is, She didn't tell me to stop doing videos or anything like that at all. But because I was so invested in her, Mm. I wasn't invested in the things I wanted to do. So I was making really bad videos. And I could tell that she didn't really... Deep down, she didn't like it, I don't think. Um, she never openly said it, but I could get the feeling that she didn't. Yeah. And she kind of thought it was weird because she would say, like, all my friends think it's weird that you do like the videos and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, well, this isn't meant to be then. No. And then luckily, like, she ended it, but it was like a mutual thing in the end where I was like, yeah, this is for the best. Yeah. And now I'm doing, doing all my videos do, and man. doing what and I want to That do. is
1: exactly what I was saying. is like, you've got to be happy with doing what you're doing yeah. and the right thing will happen because someone will see what you're doing and yeah. just be happy for you and not yeah. and not trying to build a culture for yourself and build your life and they're just not supporting it because it's just for not sure. going to work
0: no, and I totally agree and I wish that she's doing the best I think she's at uni doing law or something um, I actually think she's back actually working but yeah I wish her the best I'll probably see her over the Christmas period or something hope everything's going well yeah, yeah. but you just realise like this person doesn't isn't the right person yeah. for me yeah. and when I came out of it I think there was two days where I was down and I was upset because it's like not having that person around but I was like am I going to sit here and Cry about it. I'm like, no. And the way for me to get over that was I dive straight into
1: my work. Yeah, yeah. And it helped me. And it was the same I I went through a massive change. You know, I I had depression afterwards because it was a mix of just everything just not really going right. And I just hit a low. And when you're in that low, it's hard to get out of it. And then then when I hit my lowest, I just propelled because all of a sudden I was like, I had that shift. I was like, right, I need to stop thinking about this and put it all into this. And then it just, everything changed. And that's where the whole gym thing came in. I put all my effort into the gym. Yeah, Yeah. because it was just a stress reliever. My work was all of a sudden started doing well. And Jim was going great, and then all of a sudden, you know, summer was around, and obviously everyone's happy in the summer anyway, and the new job came around, so it's all kind of just flowed, and it's just been, well, you know, if you actually have that positive energy and you work hard for something, good things happen. And it's just using that momentum,
0: Yeah, and I've been a big um believer in that and i've been doing a lot of research on it is it's like the moment you get the ball rolling the momentum yeah. goes it's just keeping up with it like yeah. one thing will lead to another if you keep working hard you keep putting that effort in mm. it will it'll get there like you could have all these goals in the world but if you're not putting one foot in front of the other and actually starting mm. you won't get there yeah. like we said like the first we were like should we do a podcast i'm like yeah i've always wanted to do one like we literally said before the podcast started yeah. and you're yeah. like it's crazy to think like now this is the 13th episode and this was I've always wanted to do it, but you were the reason why. I was like, you know what, I actually believe in myself that I could do it because we sat there in my kitchen, we were talking, I was like, I love this and I think I gave it maybe two months or something
1: and then I started it and I was like, yeah. And it was just from our conversation. That's what it's about, man, because like, you get those sorts of bursts of energy and yeah. I think you have to act on that while you've got that burst of energy yeah. otherwise you'll just never do you'll it. Because everyone, I'm sure it happens to everybody, they have these great ideas or they want to do this and the other and then they don't actually put that into action because they're afraid yeah. of putting it into action. But then as soon as you do it, all yeah. of a sudden you're just like, I'm so glad I did that.
0: Yeah, and you're... Ne- you're not going to be the best at first but the thing is you see anyone that's good at something they were never the like, they might have had somewhat of a talent or been fairly good at it at first but like you always excel because it's just a practice like it might sound cliche but you put the 10,000 hours in you learn what you're good at you learn what you're bad at and just work on them together and then you'll start yeah. working your way up and you'll get to where you want to go yeah. but just to see how long we've been going for we've been going for a while so about an hour or so <laughs> so kind of last there's two questions, but can kind of merge them into one. What have you learnt from
1: 2019 as a whole? Um, I've learnt to just back myself um, yeah. and su- surround myself with good people um, and to put other people before myself in the sense that I want to help other people do well. So yeah. I mean, I've mean, i raised money for charity, I've helped my friends do well, I've helped my friends through tough situations and that's brought me joy and also just, as we've talked about for, for an hour really, is finding something that you love and just being in an industry that I love is just... The best decision I've ever made, and I think the next five years are going to be really interesting to see what I can kind of do with that and how we can build basketball and netball in the UK. That's an exciting project for me to be a part of. So I said that was literally
0: leading into the next question,
1: which was what are your goals for 2020? (sighs) 2020 is going to be an interesting year. And personal life. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I guess, um, first and foremost, for in terms of work, I want to see both teams do well. So, I mean, I want to see both teams win, um, whether they win the championship, their respective titles, or they just win lots of games. Great. Um, I want to build both the franchises and their fan bases, um, exciting, which is exciting. And I mean, that all comes through social media and the work I'm doing with fan engagement. On a personal level, I'm going to Ghana in July for some volunteering. That's awesome. To work in a school for a couple of weeks. Good for so you. I'm going to run the Great South again, but yeah. raise money for probably a different charity this time. I did it for Mind a Mental Health Charity last time. Yeah. Maybe something different this time. Possibly for the charity I do stuff with um, in Africa. So I, I wanted to do something. I, it was kind of basically what we touched on, really. Um, Obviously, being young, I want to go on a, like a, a holiday with my friends, but I also wanted to do something really rewarding. I've always wanted to volunteer. And you're going on your own? Yeah. Yeah. And That'd literally be- last week, yeah. I went, I'm doing it. So I, I, I searched it up, Good I paid the you. deposit, and I'm doing it. And I was just already. Like, the- already- there, done. Yep, done yeah. good for you. I like, if, I, if I don't do it now, I never will. So for I'm sure. going to do it. So I put the time off work. I'm going to do that next July. So, good for so you. yeah, hopefully it will be rewarding for me. I'll get something from that, but also being able to help other people. There's no better. Um, it'll
0: make you so grateful as well. Yeah, like, humbling. Yeah, that's why I want to do things like that as well. Yeah, like, yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, that's why next year it's going to be crazy because like I need to be able to run a marathon. Mm. No problem at all. I want to. David Goggins inspired me to do this because I was like, I'm someone I feel like I'm a little bit of like an extremist to an extent. Mm. To an extent, I was like, I'm gonna run. A, I want to run a hundred miles with like in, consecutively, so like yeah. without stopping, going, and having like a, going to sleep or something. Like try and do that in one straight period, mm. and I want to raise money for McMillan. So obviously, because when I was younger, my dad passed through yeah. cancer. Yeah. So like, yeah. I always wanted to do something to give back to that, yeah. Yeah. and like you said we're going to Ghana and help people there I want to actually go into the hospitals and yeah. meet the patients that are yeah. going through this to actually put into perspective like how lucky yeah,
1: for I sure, actually man. am yeah, yeah. And I, I think it would be amazing I, I think you know we're we're so lucky for what we do the fact that we can do stuff that we love like this and actually have the opportunity to do that yeah. it, it kind of makes me angry that people don't take advantage of that for but sure. at the same time what can I be doing to actively help other people and I know you're the same it's just an amazing feeling
0: yeah it's good I'll need to make sure I come down to one of these basketball games. Sure, I'd love to come great. check it out. It's great. What it's... days what
1: days do you play? Um Friday and Saturday nights usually. Oh, um nights. they're amazing, man. I could do I could do Saturday nights for yeah. sure. I'm I'm biased but they're amazing, bro. Like. <laughs> <But> <laughs> was, there's sure. nothing like basketball, man. And when you see you know seven foot guys in real life you realise they're superhuman it's amazing, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. it's going to make me feel really small yeah man
1: it'll make me feel small it's just <laughs> And crazy. you're tall. I'm you're six foot tall five of... and they make me feel small so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's crazy that's bro. mad it's a crazy sport but once people see it they, they, yeah. get, they get hooked man they yeah. get hooked into basketball it's amazing it's
0: I'm going to definitely do that we'll definitely. plan something with videos Absolutely. and stuff so that is the episode for today where can everyone find you on your social medias
1: Uh, oh, I've never been asked that before uh, my Instagram is tom.bonnet but also I'm gonna to plug our, our team. Yep. So the Surrey Scorchers, just search them on any social, you'll find them, and Surrey Storm as well. Highly recommend you come down to a game. And check if, you follow, if you follow their socials, I do all their socials. So that's yeah. that's my work, really. So yeah.
0: I'm gonna definitely come down to a game, film one of the, um, film a video, and get them out there. And we're gonna get some stuff done, especially for next year. So thank you for listening. Please go and check them out, um, both of them, all of them. Just go and give them a follow. And I'll see you in the next episode.